The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted Podcast. Scared that your desires might be strained? Perverted Podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Was a shorter one tonight. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kathy. I'm Dell. Over there we have Unger. and I am Count Boogie, and this is show two zero two. That's 202, if you're doing the math. Is that what that is? It's 202. Yes, two off another yearly date anniversary. If you do uh, if you do it backwards, you know what it is, Kathy? What? It's 202. <gasps> it's yeah. a palindrome. A what? Uh, can like numbers rice, be what palindromes? Is it? Yes, yeah. they can oh, be. Fact, it's like when you spell them forward and backwards like race car, if you flip it. Oh, like wow? Yes, like wow. Or mom. Or, mom. <laughs> or radar. Ra- radar? Yeah! Yeah! Uh, Unger went with five letters. I only could go three. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love that Dell and Owl are here so often that they're now just staples. But there is a limit. Owl's a staple. I can staple Owl. We take please. <laughs> didn't, didn't you? Already, we didn't take, we do hookfuls with no, her? I haven't. We take her, the though. two of them for granted. Dell walks in the door. We don't even ask him if he wants to be in the hot seat. We just, just point. Dell. Sit down. It was like, and oh, the man okay. just sits down. Well, it's you know, hey, uh huh. Look, they're here because they want to be on the but show. But they don't even get a choice where they're going to be in the audience or guest hosting. Well, or photographer, no, 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 exactly. no, no, no. We make him do everything. They do know because they know the rule. If they have something to talk about, they'll they'll say, "Hey, I have something to talk about." And if they don't have something to talk about, then it's just you know, origami. Just fold them wherever they go. So, but I mean, if Al's like, "Hey, I want to talk about nipple piercings." Okay, well, great. Then you know you're going to sit in the hot seat. Cause Al, you want to talk about nipple piercings? I mean, I could. I have them. <gasps> okay, cool. You know what I want to do next week if Al is here with Mew? What? I haven't used them yet, and I got to start clearing stuff out of here. So, uh, I have. I want to do a vagina temperature. If that's possible, I have two of these little uh, things that heat up. They're like it's a little science tube, glass tube thing, and as it heats up, it fills the tube, kind of transfer of whatever. Right. And uh, and depending on whose vagina is warmer, it will fill up first. Who gets? The, there should be a prize. At it's the a end race. Of this. It's a race. It's like and a it's like a, a vagina heat race. Like they can I'd be do down for that. That'd be cool. They could do jumping jacks <laughs> or something win. like that. I don't even. Mew Look just at put that. Her thumbs up. Mew and, <laughs> Mew and her are like all competitive now, and they're like, "My pussy's hotter than yours." Ow! I've never heard Mew talk like that. That she talks like that when, really? when you're not here. That's why she <laughs> doesn't talk on the. She doesn't talk on the show because she's like shy or doesn't want people to hear what she. It's that she has this really crazy inner like, beast. Yeah, just Satan just running around. I don't think we so. do that. Oh my god, there was so much goofiness this week. So much, but so much uh, starting to. In spite of all the craziness and and insecurity and and whatever i'm starting to kind of force myself back into certain grooves 
you know, like sexually. I just sodomized Mew last night, you what? know, because she got out of line. And so, <laughs> you got out of line. They like that. She got out of line. Gets out of line, you it get fucked punishment. up the butt. That's it. That's uh, you get fucked up the butt. You get out. Don't you? That's right. That's, <laughs> stop smiling. She it's a looks punishment. Very happy. God damn it. So it's a punishment if you lube because, as you say, it's only good butt sex if there's blood. No, that's what Mew says. Okay. <laughs> it's only good anal if there's blood at the end. That's, okay. And uh, I don't know. It was dark. And so I don't know if there was blood at the end. Uh, so so that was really good. Uh, taught Mew and I actually, this was actually really exciting. We went out to Redlands on Thursday and we actually, Mew and I together, um, taught a class. We taught a BDSM like kind of question and answer. Here's the blah, and uh, and and it was real cool. They have like a sex positive group for their campus or whatever, and they invited me out to speak and and Mew, and so she was my demo bottom, and and we taught people how to give like little spankings and things, and and it was uh, completely Kathy. I hate. Fucking teaching classes. Yes, I but you love, do. I love speaking on panels. I lo- like because then because that's I, like a podcast. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not responsible <laughs> to create some sort of curriculum and then have my brain organize it and then try to remember the sequence of events. But if I just sit down and you go, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Well, I know what I think about things, and and so I can do that. But this kind of like because it was just me was. Well, I I got it's all on you. Yeah, I got to have like an idea. So I went down. I literally like twenty seven thousand pages of notes, all of which got just fucking thrown to the side. And and it, of course, I know it's going to go okay because I know that the group was a little bit prepared for me. And some people send questions in advance, like really good questions. We did one of them right. on the show, and I met the person that that asked those questions, and they were really cool. And and people got into it, and they started asking questions, and it like good questions, not just like, oh, what do you think about Fifty Shades of Grey? You know, but like just honest questions. And, and, uh, and the drive was disgusting. It was literally three hours and like 40 minutes to get... That's 80, a long fucking drive. I remember when you told me, I'm like, wow, what are you going to do for that? awful. And I couldn't even, like, you're going five miles an hour. I'm like, fuck, dude, I can hatch eggs. I can hatch pokey <laughs> eggs the whole way. But my phone got caught in the middle of an update. Oh, no. I could not open fucking Pokemon Were Go. Were you driving? The entire, yeah, but you can just set the phone down, and you got eggs hatching, and they go by how far you go, and none. Oh, fucking 4G. What a waste. Yeah, so we got down there, but it really was cool and it was good in all this craziness to just remember what I enjoy uh the most about kind of speaking with people and the stuff we do at the club and and what we do on the podcast, but but it's just seeing people get excited about asking questions and maybe having some ideas and then you give them other ideas and opinions and and that gives them more kind of fodder to think about things themselves and come up with their own conclusions and stuff like that and i just i had forgotten how much i really love doing that i don't like preparing curriculums and that was pretty much didn't work out that well i think i got a lot of points across but and some of them might be listening uh on the show today so hello to uh to the redlands group uh uh, it was it was a lot of fun going there but um so it was good it was good to kind of get myself into the uh back into the groove and so i really want to start focusing you know give me a little renewed tiger woods 
no matter what you think about that motherfucker. I don't even like golf, Kathy. To just to be honest, yes, why are we talking? I about really Tiger Woods? look because you know I've been watching this fucker. You know, because he was like the big champion in the 90s, you know, just like the super mega golf champion in the 90s. And then he like changed up his style or whatever and then started literally sucking. He didn't win shit for like fucking years, years. He went from the greatest golfer in the world to like really just dogging. Got all these injuries, back surgeries, all this shit. Involved in sex scandals. All the sex scandals and whatever. So like I said, whatever you think about him as a person, fucking whatever. But I always, I hate haters that are just armchair haters and there were millions of them. This guy's fucking washed up. He's just, uh, you know, he's never going to have it again. Look at him, he can't, he can't, he should just hang it up, hang it up. Just millions of comments. And, And it was so amazing to me in my situation right now that yesterday that guy fucking won one of the big five major super golf things right and you get this ugly fucking 1950s green jacket when you win and the masters the, the masters yeah called jacket. the masters and it's the masters and uh, at augusta or wherever the i don't know i watch it on twitter i didn't watch a, a stroke uh, my dad <laughs> watches it and and so but it was just it it made me happy to see because I love just like at the the second that last putt went in, you just saw, you just felt like the disturbance in the butt hurt force, like the millions of people that were like, "You fucking suck," you're whatever, and that was my moment because I feel that way, you know, and and I just say, what if that guy would have listened to all of those people that were stabbing him in the back and fucking with him? And telling me he was a piece of shit and he wasn't going to do it anymore and he should quit and he should hang it up. And what would have happened if this guy would have just said, yeah, you're probably right. I just shouldn't play golf anymore. So he's inspiring to you. Yeah. It's an inspiration you take comfort in seeing to see someone an old, win to, over the hate. To see an old yes. guy with back problems and whatever. And like I said, you li- watch, listen to interviews. He's like, it's fucking dude, let's watch grass grow. It's better. Um, <laughs> but just the fact that the guy didn't give up. Right. He didn't quit on himself. He didn't. He just. He just said, I know I can do it. And he handled the disappointment after disappointment after loss after loss. After kind of getting a little better and then fucking floundering, and but he just in front of millions of people, in front of millions of people that were just like, "You suck now, and why don't you just live on your legend and and whatever?" So, so yeah, that really had an effect on me yesterday because especially everything I'm going through right now, it's just sometimes you just gotta not listen to the haters. Yeah, that is. I gotta say, the people like that, just I am in awe of. Not only are they doing that, but they're doing it in such an epically public way. And here I am, nervous if a couple of people see me fuck up. Right. And and they not only get through it, but they come out ahead. Yeah. That is... Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work out for us like that. <laughs> I just like the whole don't give up and don't listen to other people all the time. I mean, at some point, doesn't yeah. Doesn't mean we're going to win the Doesn't Masters. mean we're going to win anything. <laughs> Could we win the subs? Could we... What? He said, could we win the subs? What's that? We don't win the masters, but the submissives. Oh. We're Unger, did you throw any axes this week? <laughs> Actually, Friday. Did you? 
Did you lose any limbs or appendages? No, just the one injury so far is all I've ever had. All right, good. So far. (laughs) I love how he says so far. Still need to take Kathy sometimes. Yes, we have to come up with a date. Before I leave today, we'll come up with another date. If Kathy could just avoid crash test dummies. I mean, it's good work. I can't help it. It's good work. They pay you good for that. Do they? You got that little yellow black symbol thing all over you that, then i would do it more but <laughs> i don't get paid i just get injured Kathy's and the injuries are still there charitable stunt work by kathy charitable <laughs> i will show you that these stairs are sturdy watch watch <laughs> i do it because i love construction that's oh. what i do <laughs> I, I need, believe. I need to put my life to better use. If I that's believe. What I'm we just got to keep fighting. We'll win the. We'll Unger, win. did you do anything other than throw some axes? No. Nothing at all. Not this week. Oh. Last week. Oh, yeah. what did you do last week? I, I went out in the desert and <laughs> just got naked and ran around. Got <laughs> it. Fuck. Hey. Hung around by metal pins. You hung out. What? And oh, did you? People and. Oh, you did a bunch of hook pulling. Hook pull, hook suspension. Middle you, of the desert? Yes. Did Arizona. you go up? Yeah. Nice. I actually had something happen that's never happened to me before. What? I blacked out. <gasps> really? Unger, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As an alcoholic, Unger, I'm letting you know. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty I, well, interesting. I passed out once before from laughing. Right. Um, wow. That's impressive. But yeah, I, I was like, I'm, I'm hanging there. I was like, I'm going to pass out. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm about to pass out. And they're like, okay. And down I went and they tried to get me a chair, but no. And I woke up on the floor. It was great. Oh, <laughs> it was great. It's good. <laughs> Did anybody take pictures, Unger? Uh, <laughs> there are people who are taking pictures. I have not received them yet. Oh, that'd be uh, amazing. We want that We picture. want dead Unger pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we want that. We suck. I can Pokemon for the show. I can put Pokemon on his chest. We were talking about a bit of that when uh, Unger wasn't here. It's like, oh yes, let's carve him out and sleep in him like a Tonfa from Star Wars. Tonfa. I am a Stargate fan, not a Star Wars fan. Wow, look at how just fucking snotty (laughs) we all got. Oh, I thought he smelt bad on the outside. (laughs) Yeah, Kathy, you got dick. Or you were a dick. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those no, are two different things. Dick. There is no getting. It could be related. It was just. That's uh, true. I actually got dick and I was a dick. Full circle. Yeah. At the same time. The no. Oh. Thank goodness. <laughs> one happened and then the other happened. Did it happen first? Would be like one of those dudes that fucking comes and then he turns into an asshole? Or is that me? That's just you. Oh, that's you. me. Sorry. Yeah. That's why I don't come. I don't, I don't like turn into an dude. asshole after I come. I fall asleep. <laughs> Oh, sufficient! So you're, like a, you're a guy. <laughs> it's yeah, you are like a guy. Yeah, <laughs> I want an app now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, 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 Captain Phenomenal. <laughs> Sandwich and a cookie. <laughs> Sandwich and a cookie. I'm a fucking snooze for 15 minutes. No, yeah. I, I actually, I get permission to go masturbate, and then he p- goes on his computer and plays games, and I go to, into his room, and I'm gone for like an hour and a half because <laughs> I fall asleep right afterwards. <laughs> He doesn't even come in anymore to see how I am. He just right. assumes I'm going to be asleep, I think. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I was a kind of a dick. Uh, I I didn't realize I was a dick until the drive home got really quiet. 
It wasn't reflection time. It was. It wasn't just reflection. Time. <laughs> it wasn't just, you know, they came up with a picture of a black hole. That's pretty cool. Let's think about that. It wasn't that kind of reflection? No, not that kind of reflection. It was like, more like. How much longer this. am I going to let this chick hang around? She's a fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> hey, I can. Look, I can be a. And it was going to surprise you, Boogie. Hang on a sec, Kathy. Let me, Get let ready. me, let me change prepare my seated position yourself. to prepare myself for this new. You ready? This new factoid. Let me know when you're ready. Lay it on me, Kathy. I can be an asshole. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> no. What will we do? <laughs> no. I can be such a fucking asshole sometimes. I can be an arrogant prick. And so combine that with me bratting out hmm? and creative explorer being the kind of person like nothing phases him. Sometimes... I forget and I go too far. Because you're not a human. I can just fucking have fun and <laughs> exactly. unleash. I got some what? new material to work out. Some new degrading bratness throw on the table. No, it wasn't like that. I didn't realize until... Actually, I did realize it right after I said a few things. And I looked back and realized, I think I think it started here. And then the next explosion was here. Then I traced it to the third explosion. I'm all... Yeah, I was a dick, and so I. And so he just got quiet. He got really quiet. Did he kind of turn his head slightly sideways, and you just kind of hear "Hello, darkness, my old friend." <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. No, no, he doesn't let you have I it. Wish it was he that doesn't poetic. even. He doesn't even give you the the butt hurt. He just kind of zones out. No, it was a weird. Um, well, that's also a bit hard to do while driving. That the to sing. I, Simon and Garfunkel? No, no, the, 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 the look sideways away from the road. Well, then, no, you kind of just tilt your head. I didn't say like a full fucking, <laughs> like an so owl practical. or something, like just, woo hoo No, that would be bad. Just like a glance off where you're not, I'm not going to look at you directly, but I'm also going to take you just slightly out of my peripheral, so now you're not even in my peripheral. That would be, it's like that Kermit meme where he just Just turns just a little bit. I can see the center of the road, and you can die next to me in that seat, and I don't give a fuck. Your seatbelt isn't on. Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> it was awkward, and I'm going to have to have a talk with him and say, so about Saturday night, <laughs> yeah, I was an asshole. Or you just fucking turn it around and just be like, you know what? You need to apologize <laughs> about Saturday <laughs> night. And then he's like, what? And then you're I'm just fucking with you. I was the dick. I'm That's sorry. That's the worst thing I could do. I just need to... <laughs> Don't you think you just stack the asshole as you apologize just like for being literally one. and then just go and then because that kind of takes it away, right? All of you are giving me terrible <laughs> advice. I'm well, I haven't given any. Today. I'm just like amused. At Yo, hey, uh, dick tickle with your fucking emo face. You need to apologize. <sighs> and then throw him a melted ice cream sandwich. So like when, can't he, even eat when it. he dumps me, I can blame it all on you. Boogie told me to do <laughs> Kathy, you can blame Throws me for me everything. out. You can preemptively blame me for things. So no, that always has worked for me. So now, Kathy, you didn't. You just let that kind of simmer. Well, I didn't realize what was happening. I didn't realize until he started making some faces that I've never really seen on him. <laughs> Actual pain, and he kept coming after me with trying to um, straighten something out because the conversation had gotten weird. And I'm thinking to myself, why does he keep coming after me? And at some point, I said, Why do you keep coming after me? About this, let's let's let it go, and then the drive home got quiet, and I I started thinking, and that's never a good thing when I start thinking. I started to realize what had happened and how the whole thing had derailed, and I I was to blame pretty much for all of it. And it was it was not a big deal, but it's not something that I'm used to with him, and I, and 
and I thought, I'm never, I've never shied away from admitting that I'm an asshole, and I've never shied away from fessing up to it and just saying that's what happened, and, and I apologize. So I got no problem with him hearing this, and I got no problem bringing it up next time we talk. It just always amazes me, Boogie, that I don't realize I'm being an asshole until it's over. Then the realizations just come, bam, 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 and I look back and think, what the fuck was I thinking? I think that's part of being an asshole. I, I, mean, I must well, be. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not taking away your assholeness. But, Please don't. But let's call it, I don't know, an ethical asshole or uh, you, you're not good. You don't have asshole longevity. You don't have the asshole longevity that can just keep fucking going. We know people that are relentless Asshole. assholes, yes. and they can weave it and just keep that fucking magic going and just keep the asshole going. You kind of lose steam quicker. Your assholeness is like, I can be an asshole, but then I kind of lose steam. Cause you it clock takes, in and clock out. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. <laughs> Yeah, you just you're like, hey, this is a part time <laughs> gig for me. I I can't but do this. The thing, if that would be fine if I set out to be an asshole, but I don't. I'm I'm always amazed. Like you turn that the switch happened. on by accident. Like exactly, you're, yes. Like like you'd rather know like a, you were doing it. It's like convergence of many things. It's a convergence of I can. I've gotten used to saying whatever the fuck I want in front of him because nothing bothers him. I am a Brad, and he likes it, and we both like it, and so that comes out, too. And I just wasn't thinking that night, and asshole is always in me somewhere waiting to, you know, just be an idiot. And so just the, it was a perfect storm, I guess. And so no, I, we, we've talked enough about this. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying I'm an asshole. Yeah, it happens. You are. It's yeah. true. It's very true. I, you know. But I, I tolerate it, you know, and that's that's the thing. <laughs> I tolerate it because the listeners like you for whatever reason. So I just, oh, wow. Oh, this burden you bear. This is the burden I bear <laughs> because I myself, very, uh, very, um, very just even keeled. Yeah, right. <laughs> even keeled. I like that word. It has. I don't even know what it means. Wait, isn't the keel the even? That's the yes. Ke- the isn't boat. the keel the bottom? Like the keel? No. The keel I, of a boat. Is that yeah. what you're talking? Yeah. About? Yeah, I think it's the bottom. So that's the bottom. So if it's even keeled, that means the boat goes straight. Which we do I not. Guess so. Okay. <laughs> see now, I can tell there's like some boat people out there going, Del? "You fucking." Where's your no. phone? Where's your I'm yeah. not allowed that phone. when I'm Hold hosting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, but now. also, I'm pretty sure someone over there could answer that. That's true. What is a keel? The keel is the bottom of the. Boat. It is the bottom. It's the kind of where it you meets a point. Hole, you pull them under the under the, the bottom of the. Into the mic, mic. What? Because when you keel hole someone, you pull them under the bottom of the boat. Oh, ow! That would of be bad. That's me. the part of it that I know. So, oh. of course that's the part. So, <laughs> apparently, according to Wikipedia, even keel is when you're saying that someone is someone or something is under control and balanced, which yeah. you guys are not. Nice. No, we're not. Whoa! <laughs> the podcast is very much not, Zing. and you and I are not. Well, let's, let's own that, Boogie. All right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, think we've yeah, owned, I think we've owned that for 202 shows. Well, <laughs> Kathy, I'm very wonderfully glad that uh, you that are I'm a part-time asshole. asshole. Yeah. And uh, and that at some point you do because it's icky when you discover 
I mean, I've been doing so many shitty things and so many asshole things. Just, and I know I'm lashing out because of fear and insecurity, and I'm powerless, and you know all that stuff. So you're like, and you just, you know, and then you try to make a joke out of it, you know, and you're trying to be an asshole, but you're trying to disguise it by like, oh, I'm just being funny, and it's like, nah, you're just being an asshole because you're a bitch. While I agree that that there's a limit beyond which, okay, you need to stop. I think that there's a lot of times that we w- we totally excuse someone being an asshole when they're under a tremendous amount of pressure. And right now, you are under a tremendous amount yeah, of but, pressure. But once again, is you know, there is a point where people just say, uh, this is too toxic. Yeah, so, that's you know, what I'm saying. You, there's a you line. Go be your asshole. I'll let it you doesn't know always when excuse it, happens, it, but you but at least know why it's happening. Exactly. To case in point, to our listeners, Boogie is still looking for... <laughs> A job and a place to live. So please... uh, Keep keep throwing those out. Keep throwing those out. They're sending me nanny jobs. I'm going to say, don't don't send nanny jobs. (laughs) Oh, that's indeed... Joe, that's wrong. That's That's, a bad job for you. Yes, let's have him read story time. No. (laughs) (laughs) That should go on your resume. I'm just going to go ahead and not uh, click on that link. (laughs) But uh, I do appreciate all the ideas that that are coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate your badge because it rocks. Put a needle in your cock on For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. This time we have a post called With a Cherry on Top. I'm ready for this post, by by the way. By Peter Imperfect. I know you're ready. ready I'm ready. I am ready for this post. It starts off with, he's talking, and just a little backstory, he is a um, switch. I believe so. And so um, he's talking to his girl, and they're having a conversation, and she says bake me a cake and he says no and she says but you made bread and he says that's different manly me being a provider and she's all then provide me with a cake no definitely not and they have this little quibble back and forth where she's trying to get him to bake a cake and he's giving her all the reasons that he's not going to and he says she laughed at me and i felt uncomfortable i realized i wasn't as at peace with myself as i thought I regard myself as being fairly in touch with my feminine side, and, and I have no time for the absurdity and childishness of what passes as masculinity in some quarters. So I busied myself pretending to understand my car's fuse box and a wiring diagram, manly things because I'm a man, a man who likes bonfires and knives and driving fast and women. I sulked as I peered into the gloom of the engine bay. I won't bake her a cake. I won't. I'll wear her knickers and let her use the damn strap on, but make a cake? No, damn it. Far too threatening to my masculinity. I have so many <laughs> thoughts about this. First of all, I would like to say how much I love this It's a great post. post. It's hilarious. If you have a chance a, to read it, it was a lot it was I don't longer know, and had some good stuff. I don't know it. if it's a metaphor for something that happens or if it was an actual situation where this was about a cake and, and whatever. So I, I can only go based on, you know, the gist of, of what, what I came to. And do you want to go first? John, no, go for it. Um, this is wonderful in so many ways, but it's also sad in, in some ways. Because there was one line in there that you read where he's like, ah, I'm not, you know, uh, I don't fall for that, you know, masculinity bullshit, you know, and I'm in touch and, and whatever. And... And what I hear is the things that I've told myself for years, which is you, you're kind of trying to force the animal to not have animal instincts. You're not. It's the nature versus 
uh, nurture. nature versus nurture uh, aspect. And we're in a time of our development of our brain where now we have this front brain that kind of like says, hey, some of these instincts and this territorialness and this whatever you call masculinity, because there is a, a definite in nature, there is a definite ideal of what this kind of thing is. And this is what we were for developed this way for millions of years. And now we're here, but now we have this brain that we've had for what, like, you know, 100,000 years or something like that. Pretty small in the scale of evolution. True. And we're we're telling ourselves we shouldn't have these instinctive thoughts or territorialisms or insecurities or whatever and that a man is or or a dominant predator or whatever you want to call it is supposed to be this and and it's sissy to do this. First off, be gentle with yourself because your nature was there for millions of years for a reason. It helped us evolve to this survival of the fittest, territorialisms, all of the pissings and stuff that we now consider archaic and negative and something we shouldn't have. You still got it. It's still there. We just now get to find a balance of that. And so... The public, because sh- the because what I heard in his thing is you know public shame. You shouldn't be insecure if you're a modern man. Then then these things you know toxic masculinity and all of these things and it's like guilt and shame. Don't think these things. And I want to give an example of where that doesn't work. What's another example of something where society tried to guilt and shame and condemn uh, a behavior um, and it didn't work. Being gay, being gay, you shouldn't be gay. Being gay is wrong. It's a sin. It's bad. It's nasty and whatever. And just hundreds of years of killing people and oppressing them and telling them they shouldn't be there. And why didn't it work? Because if you're gay, you're gay. You're born that way. It's your nature. So there's a certain aspect that no matter how much you guilt and shame yourself, the animal is still there. So I think that where I got really into this is how much time I abused myself early in my kink career um, because, oh, I'm supposed to be like this and this because everyone tells me I'm supposed to be this and this. And and I went crazy over that because I wasn't. I didn't have, you know, I have all these, you know, whatever, and, oh, this is so stupid, and I shouldn't be this, and I should be that. And it wasn't until I started being a little more gentle with my nature and saying, hey, okay, now the goal is is that I learn how to navigate this and accept this and be better and and maybe find more balance to where I don't let this manage my entire existence in my life. Um, who's got a laser? <laughs> Stop with the laser. Um, uh, you know, but do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Okay. I agree with you. Um, we've had these conversations many times on the show about that kind of societal pressure that's put on us and then the cognitive cognitive dissonance within us that both believes it and doesn't believe it. Um, uh, and this is why this is I love when posts do this because they they mean something very personal to you and they mean something very personal to me. And from my perspective... Um, he was being very specific about the baking of a cake. 
Mm. And maybe, like I said, you should go back and read this to their listeners because it was a great post. And he's his dominant is or his partner is basically saying, you've baked scones, you've baked bread. Why won't you bake me a cake? And for some reason, logic, but logic. Yeah, exactly. For some reason in his own head, that just absolutely. That's the line. That's what he's on to. He's saying red on that. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. And to me, um, I, I totally understand that because as I've talked on the show before, I have one of those things too. I, I, Love to submit. I love being, having Creative Explorer be dominant over me uh, in almost all aspects. And yet, when it, I have a, a history with being a domest, of domestic service to people. Because over the course of my mm. life, uh, both organizing and cleaning and keeping a household have been some things that I actually enjoy doing. And things that in my past... You know, this isn't in the last few years isn't the only time that I've been out of a job. When I was younger, I had lots of times where I was between jobs and and whether I was living at home with my mother or whether I was living with my sister or anybody else. I often too often exchanged my services for rent or for Mm -hmm. other other things. And while at the time it was a was a perfect solution over the course of many, many, many years, it started to weigh on me and become uh, very detrimental to to me because it turned something that I enjoyed doing into something that I now hated doing because my self worth was equated with how well I vacuumed, how often I did the laundry, and if the bathroom was clean, and that's never a good thing. So when it came time to hang out for a significant amount of time with Creative Explorer, a lot of what I was a I wanted to do was organize his home and I saw so many areas because of the kind of person he is he just does not give any kind of thought to any domestic issues at all and I wanted to fix it I see something that's broken or something that could be better and I want to fix it it makes me feel good it makes me feel good make the person feel good and I had just tremendous difficulty doing any of that and when and just like this poster says I will, if I came time where he wanted me to do something, I, I told him, there's absolutely no way I'm going to do that for you. I tell you right now, take that off the table because it's not going to happen. Um, and the more, and when we talked about it, because he genuinely was interested to know what was going on there, I explained my whole history and it was a tremendous relief to get that off my chest to somebody who was genuinely interested in sure, what was going sure. on. And the minute that, was off the table and he no longer expected it of me I was suddenly okay with doing it so I feel very much like this guy in that I feel a little ridiculous because here I am going absolutely not I'm not fucking cleaning your house all right oh now you don't want me to well now I'm gonna clean your house I it doesn't make any sense to anybody but myself and owning that ridiculous sense that you're making out of it is the best thing you can do for yourself. Just own it and accept that it doesn't, that is perfectly ridiculous to the outside world, but makes 100% sense to you and just move on. It's just a thing. And I, it doesn't mean anything else. I What I heard you say there um, is something that I relate on a lot. And we've had conversations recently and, and I relate uh, on things uh, about that. And, and the thing is, 
is kind of how we in, our mind interprets things, I think. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. I am a therapist, but not a psychologist. Um, I love where you draw the line. Yes. I am the rapist. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> and the day is mine. Alex. The day is mine. The rapist. Um, that there is a value, uh, how we value things. You know, we've been told that a dollar means a dollar and 20, you know, 20 pounds means 20 pounds. And, you know, society has kind of tried to program us on what is valuable. Gold is valuable. Diamonds are valuable. Real estate is valuable. Um, But the things that are truly valuable to us, I think, psychologically, are the things that don't have value to anybody else. Yeah. So when... Society tells you if you clean a house, you're good for 10, 12 bucks an hour in the States and in other places and in other countries, it's either much lower or a little higher or whatever. So they actually put a number on it. And now your brain interprets that number with a value that somebody else gave you when the value to you, when you like doing that thing, or it's something that you see as more valuable and more meaningful to you when you do something like cooking someone a meal or, you know, in a restaurant, they pay you a fucking, you know, whatever they pay you to cook the meal. But when you cook it because you want to, the value on that, that gives you happiness, that gives you a sense of being, a sense of matter, a sense of purpose is way more way more and so when all of a sudden someone says hey do this thing and it has this value to it that is not your value fuck you yeah you're not going to devalue the only thing that's valuable to me in in that so when all of a sudden they take that value away from that and there's no more dollar sign to it or expectation now once again you get to apply the value that is yours exactly and and actually that is exactly how it happened with me and creative explorer i mean i'm i'm giving you a very uh abbreviated version of what happened it was actually a lot of well, I think it's this. Let's try this. And it wouldn't work. And then we'd come back a few weeks later. Go, okay, um, let me tweak that a little bit. And we went back and forth until I finally figured out what was going on. And I told him, I I can do, I want to do these things, but there can be no expectations put on me at all. And he was like, I don't care if you don't do it. I don't care if you do it. You do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it was great because I started taking ownership of something that I enjoyed doing as something on my own. I would come in, I would see something that was bugging me in his apartment that I thought needed to be reorganized. And I would set to doing that and I would finish halfway through, run out of time. And sometimes it was months before I would address it again. Right. And that's, it was on my time. I'm the one who decided how I was going to do it, to what extent I was going to do it, how long it was going to take me. And I'll say it again. I was, I was take, I was then, I was taking ownership back of something that I loved doing. And when I took ownership again, I started to enjoy it again. Um, there have been a little stumbling things along the way, but so far it's been really good. So I understand 100% what he's talking about. Yeah. For some reason he's got that thing, and if you don't want to move past that because this is exactly where you want to be, then stay there. You don't, yeah, you don't, don't bake the fucking cake. Yeah. Fuck it. Bake the bread and the scones and, and leave the cake it, alone. You know, and just make it work for you. <laughs> exactly. If your life becomes completely unmanageable because you don't bake a cake, then maybe you have to take a look at, at, at the cake, you know, but... 
for yeah. right now, just, you know, there's enough shit to stress about in life. Yeah. I was going to ask Dell and Elle what they think about this, but I think we've talked this into the fucking ground already. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't get edgewise. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to learn how to jump in. You guys had it. But I'm I mean, not rude, so I No, don't. that's one thing Wow, did you just hear that snotty, passive-aggressive well, comment? Well, you and I are rude assholes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what you just said. You guys Y'all, but just... I'm not a rude piece of shit like you. Well, then I guess that's why it's uh, you just as a guest then. Al, did you just want to say something? I was going to say, you guys just kind of said anything that I wanted to say anyway. So I was just like, oh, great. I'll let you guys have it. I like it a Good. lot. Good. <laughs> Good then. Thank you so much for Thank making you. us use that post. Good post. <laughs> For context, Count Boogie has a pig that squeaks. Yes. <laughs> oh my Thank god, you. I didn't know the pigs could chant if you went both of them real slow. Oh. Wait. <laughs> so they can't doesn't do... sound like But chanting, the pig but doesn't yeah, but sorry. if you looped it maybe circular pig breathing. No. <laughs> Time for you to make a jingle for that. Maybe. Oh the pigs should do every song like the intro. <laughs> Perverted podcast. <laughs> no, no. Just I'm, one show. I'm Have it be sorry, piggy no. show. Perverted podcast at gmail dot com or call us four two four two two six twenty thirty seven if you think piggy jingle show should happen. I see, Kathy. Okay. We got some. Uh, we do. We got an email from Love Pain, who is the person who tits. Sorry. Whoa, what tits? <laughs> This is the person who won the cell phone cover with the donuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she posted a picture of, I, I sent it to her, she got it, and she posted a picture of it in front of her big old nice boobies. Yeah. And we're going to be posting that for yeah. our wonderful Mrs. It's very nice. Permission. Yeah. It's so very, she, very nice. My name is right on her boobs. Your name is My right name on her boobs. Dude, that's like we're doing a three-way titty fuck on her or okay, something. Okay, why that's did nice. you have to go there? <clears throat> I enjoyed <clears throat> that picture until you said there. that. Oh, come on, Kathy. Which side do you want? Do you want to go top or bottom? And maybe our, you know, I'd like you know? bottom. You want bottom? Oh, hell yeah. All right, fine. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Although I would like the titties for some of the time. And then I'll go Do we have to... Did he negotiate here? Yes. Like he has to share them. Is she gonna? Is yes. she gonna be involved in this at all? No, no. <laughs> she much. has no say. This is yeah, in this our is heads. fantasy. This is fantasy. <laughs> Your meat. Your meat. Just lay there and let Kathy and You're I do what we're meat, gonna pal. do. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're rude, Kathy. <laughs> we're rude assholes. It's because we're rude assholes. <laughs> All right. She wrote to us and she says, I had to write and tell you that a few weeks or so ago, I had started perverted podcasts from episode one so that I could listen to them all. I had originally started around 165, so I had a long way to go. And I just listened to episode 42 and it was one of my favorite all the hitchhikers' oh, lines yes. and the towels. I was so amused, especially when Boogie played the entire So Long and Thanks for All the Fish song at the end. I'm going to go watch Hitchhikers now. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes when people allude to e- episodes have we've no done idea the past, what they're I can't about. even remember. But that fucking show I do because I was confused the entire show having never seen. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Having seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and not having remembered one thing, it was that forgettable for me. 
Oh. I know. I oh. had to say it. Uh, you know, it's I fine. Know. That's your, that's well, there's a difference between like the movie fandom and the book fandom. I, I yeah, got, yeah. I got I'm no a movie fandom. fandom. <laughs> I, I didn't read. I've read pieces of the books, you know, but you know, not a. Yeah, I'm not a strong. <laughs> And a strong reader. I like well. I'm not a strong book reader. I read all day, every day. But you got to give it to me in like a, an article. Snippets. Article. <laughs> and I'm going to read about the black hole in 700 words, and and then I'm good. I that's see. good. This is what TV tropes is for. That's good. What up? What up? What? This is what TV tropes is for. What's TV oh, tropes? It, it summarizes shows or series or books into tropes, so you can get the Cliff Notes version. I like that. I do like that. I like that there's smart people out there that can explain it in uh, boogie monkey speak. I love those smart people. I love it. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't understand anything. Yeah, like all the Neil deGrasse Tysons and yes. Dr. Kekus and stuff like that, that they can go, well, here's something really that you're never going to get, not even dream of getting, and here's the nice little McDonald's Happy Meal version of it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's a toy. <laughs> we should ask Unger if there's anything actually going on. Unger! Then back up. Blood <laughs> crotch. What? Uh, <laughs> you weren't at the mic yet. I had yes, to cover you. Uh, yes, uh, the chat room. Unger is dead. Oh. Oh wait. Should we have a funeral? There is actually no one chatting. There is no one Ma'am. talking in the voice chat at this point. Oh. This is what happens the when you two of them when you pull a joke off. on April uh, April Fool. Oh, they're re- they're doing it back to you. No, yeah. one of them fell asleep. <laughs> we we moved that person to to AFK and the because we have a voice chat for people who aren't oh, so, who so, aren't so, chatting. So this was how like you were asleep so last week. It's it's like yeah. meatballs where you just take the fucker on the bed and just like put it on the lake, <laughs> floating <laughs> on the lake. Pretty much. You just and then they wake up and they're like, oh, what? where's everybody? I love that movie. And then step off into the water. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was good. Are you ready for the summer? It's a great movie. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> Say it with me. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I love that speech Bill Murray gives. <laughs> if you can't be the best, then enjoy just, being the worst. It doesn't matter if we win or lose, because all the really good-looking chicks will still go out with the guys from North Star, because they got all the money. <laughs> Why does anything matter? It just doesn't matter. Was that it? That was it. That was it. I guess we're supposed to do news. I'm very interested to know what this uh, thing that you have, all these vids, what's going on with that? All right. Check this out. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, yeah. So, not I, I'm trying to be more consistent with the things that I said we were going to do for our tiers and on Patreon and stuff like that. <gasps> and, and so... Gasp. <laughs> So, and we got new, you know, we got new patrons and whatever, and some people actually are now on the $10 tier, right? You know, and I said there's going to be some pictures and, you know, a video once a month, a little, you know, 20 second clip, 15, 20 second clip, you know, some, some little sexy, dirty, perverted podcast, love lab girls kind of things. Right. And so everything's been insane and I'm just, I haven't hit my niche of the right day or whatever, so... Um, I'm like, look, I'm I'm kind of fucking around uh, the people who join this thing. And not that it's a lot of stuff, but I got to deliver. So I'm like, okay, I got to make up for this. And we only have six of them right now, six that are on the $10 tier a month. So if you email me at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and say, I'm in the $10 tier of Patreon, this is my up to like 
eight nine letters name. This is the name I want you to shoot a short video of me shaving creaming your name (laughs) onto Muse body (laughs) and then send you that video. Well, right? hello, since that's I'm at, at the $22 tier. Yeah, well, that's it. So then we can write Del Del, you know, you whatever. Just, a, I mean, obviously I can't write a book in shaving cream, but I think that'd be kind of cool to have, you know, to where it's like, I'll send you, you know, your names being written on a hot chick's body. So we hardly ever talk about this one here, Del. So he's he's our, not only our Patreon supporter, but we use and abuse him continually yes. throughout the show. Yes. <laughs> And here we are talking about. Oh, gonna give a shout out to this person. <laughs> Dell, get in the seat. Go take pictures. Dell, <laughs> Dell. Like stop being on Pokemon. Take pictures with your iPad yes. of the hooks. He basically just pays you guys to be here. <laughs> Which is what it should be, because we're the cool kids, even yeah. though we're rude. I, I You're just my comedy subscription. But thank this you, Al. Because <laughs> that is what it, exactly what right. it is. He's paying us to abuse him. Yeah. I feel like... Oh, that's... So I think we somehow missed that I'm a sadomasochist, so... <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah, it he's, he's, he's down. That is hilarious. Do you want Kathy to cup your balls? Um, I think I'm good. I got my balls crushed over the weekend. He's so got I a think healthy sex life all on his own. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Put a little, uh, hit the rewind on that cassette player. <laughs> he was just what? clapping. Because he got his balls crushed? <laughs> Me, now, now then, is that a term the kids use nowadays for draining your balls, or is someone just stomp your balls? No, it was a vice. <laughs> with, like, screws. <laughs> well, that's, that definitely like, is the old version of crushing. That would qualify as crush. Now, then, what was this all about? You're just like, eh, why not? Um, it was my second scene on, I believe it was on Saturday, um, over at Sanctuary, um, and I had a 99 balloon popping scene, which was the, it was pretty chill, just like stabbing me indirectly to pop balloons, but um, <laughs> and we just did sensation and other things. Like, how would you feel about crushing your balls? I'm like. I'll try it. So I did, and it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it would be. Probably because they didn't just keep going until it would actually explode. Exactly. That, that would be bad. Obviously, this was someone you trusted. You know, when you yeah, have- I, I did a scene right before with them, and then right. it's like, okay, co-top scene with ball crushing and ice and clothespins. And for a second, I'm like, oh, ow, are you plucking my hair? What are you doing? Oh, I'm like, oh, there's clothespins on my balls now. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> You wow. are an adventurer. <laughs> I'll try most things at least once. You get your super adventurer pass today. <laughs> Fast pass in line. But he's so all, you not enjo- for me. <laughs> no, not for me. But you, so you enjoyed yourself, and it was it ended up being kind of cool. like I might do it again. Just not like I've seen one other person do it. I'm like they are they are actually trying to crush them. No, I'll, I'll play with the one that I know. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good. Tall. No, he, your he know knows your limits. his limits. <laughs> he's all. I might need them balls. <laughs> Day. I don't have a backup. Don't destroy it. Don't please. have. You can't go to Lowe's and pick up another set of balls. Get a, get a hardware store. I could fit in tighter pants. Then that that would be cool. Yeah, but you could definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> keep the balls. I, yes. Just, just keep them. Right. So you could be doing. That's cool. Uh, that's very good. Oh, for those. So for those who have done hit the what? Would you say so ten dollar? Ten dollar. Ten dollar and above tier uh, to Email make us. up. Yeah. So I'll do that for like an, another month. And uh, and That's then cool. and then that'll be like just a one off thing that you'll get and then get more consistent. And I had some other uh, some other Love Lab uh, ladies that were like, yeah, I, I want to shoot some 
fun, artsy, sexy. We don't do, you don't do porn on Patreon, right? But you can be sexy. You can be naked. You can be sexy. You can show some stuff. But the whole idea is that it's kind of a fun. You know, like I just put up some pictures that I'd never put up of uh, the drunken pirate Orbeez thing uh, with Bunny that we were supposed to do music videos and stuff. And I we, remember we never that. did that. And so I put some of those up and people were like, oh, those are real sexy. So, so, uh, so yes, if you want your name written on a naked body, then news naked, body. news naked body. So we'll just keep her on the patio, and I'll just have the camera set up, and then I'll do one and hose her off, and then do <laughs> another and hose her off. It's like just making a machine process. Yeah, yeah. We got the you know as long as we can That's still cool. do. It. Well, we have another uh, a new Patreon supporter whose name is oh good golly why never why do I never ask how to pronounce these here you, you read it and you never give it to me and I'll try it too. Okay, Onisel. One is cell. Oh, hang on a second. Let me see. I can't that. figure. Let that me out. get my spectacles. Get your spectacles. Yeah, Oni cell. Oni or cell. Oni cell. No, okay. I don't know. I'm a yeah, re- see? I am a tard. It, Wait, Oni cell. To boogie. Wait, what yeah, is give this? Give me that. You had written to some of our supporters saying, "Hey, you know, I've been going through some stuff. Um, oh, sorry yeah. if I haven't. You know, it was a nice email saying I'm." Just bear with me. I haven't quit. I'm doing my I best. I haven't quit. Yeah. Tiger Woods, motherfucker. And you're like, you guys. Tiger, 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 tiger Woods. Woods. <laughs> I am the tiger. Well, she, she or he, I'm not sure, replied to you and said, I'm glad I was able to help make things a little brighter for you because you guys have done the same for me so many times. You've made me laugh out loud on really shitty nights at work. By the way, my manager kept asking for what podcast I was listening to. Bad idea. <laughs> Separation. You've, you've helped me enjoy my sexuality and improved my ability to understand and communicate with my partner. I treasure the time I get to spend in the perverted podcast world with everyone a lot. Thank you so much for creating for us. Even though you're going through so much, you're the one that rules. Oh, that's very nice. That's very Thank nice. You. Look, I even accepted the compliment. Well, good, because it's nice. no, that's it, good. It, it has been. I got some nice letters back and... And uh, and people said they weren't going to give up on me as long as I don't give up on them, and that's kind of that's kind of how we do this family of perverts here. That's how it works, Matthew McConaughey. Which, by the way, I have it all worked out how we would do the show in the van, and it would be insanely oh, cool. God. We're not Got doing the show in the van. Solar panel. What I mean, you know, there's a part of me. Just just go with me on this. There's a part of me. That would like to do uh, an episode in the van because you got it all set up with batteries. Well, as a novelty, yes, I would. And because we can literally drive somewhere and just have the mics, you know, you know, we'll just mount them. Yeah, you could go to the set, the pier that we ditched Kathy for. Yeah, we could, go, we could take her <gasps> to the in the pier. van. What in the van? Why do you have to remind me of such a painful moment in my past? Yeah, just, because it's fun to watch you guilt him. Ah. That is fun, actually. Yeah, You're absolutely just, just, right. just enjoy it. Well, thank you very much to our supporters and and to everyone that's listening and to all the people that have sent good emails. Uh, we are we are working it out and and it's all gonna be good. When sex said from your grandma does not suffice, go to perverted podcast for some fucking advice. You know, maybe sex ed from your grandma would be better than anything we have to offer. Yeah, they've been around longer. That's true. You know, sometimes when your grandpa's sleeping. I put clothespins on his testicles. <laughs> Bill says he likes it. He's a young stud. He's a young buck. I want to get my hand on some young, not hanging balls. You sound like that mm. old guy on Family Guy. <laughs> that old. Pedophile. Or old Greg. 
breathe. <laughs> I hate it when you do that. You do look like you're going to pass out. <laughs> Only Unger can pass out around here. Will you take pictures of me if I die? <laughs> don't even, I don't even know what that voice is. Oh, my Don't Lord. forget to bring a toothbrush. Oh, <laughs> uh, now we've gone hanky. <sighs> yep, some fucking advice. Here we are. <laughs> this, we're going to have fun with this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, this one. But, this but you know, I don't want to... Listen, if you're writing in, we're not going to, you know... We're not gentle. Totally. What? <laughs> we're not going to what? We're not gentle. Uh, no, no. Okay. Oh, God. I'm, I'm regretting that. Yeah, just do it. Just okay. let's go. Shayla wrote to us, just everybody be kind, all right? I'm going to be kind. All right. Because this is actually a thing, and I, I'm going to be the first person to speak after this. I just decided. All right. You got, all you right. Got, you got Shayla you. says... How does one regain a feeling of submissiveness when it's lost? Here's my situation. My master is highly educated and really smart, but in some areas, he can be so dumb. I swear I have a hard time submitting or rather feeling submissive in those moments. I'm also more motivated than he is, and that also makes me feel less submissive. I try to remember those times when he is intelligent, motivated, and capable, but it's hard to overcome the feeling of, I'm in service to you, really? But I'm better than you are. (laughs) Ugh, this ego of mine. Thanks for any help. All right. That was great. (laughs) My favorite email of the year. You have first dibs. Uh, You got first dibs. I got to say, that is one of my favorite Uh, emails. called dibs. All right. I have been in situations where I am in a relationship and either full out submissive or somewhat submissive to somebody uh, whom I have lost all respect for. Yeah. It's a, it is an incredibly sad for me, at least it was, and difficult thing to go through when someone disappoints you. Hmm. When you thought of them as being lofty and high in your estimation and suddenly they have hit the depths of humanity it's just the worst human now exactly i get that when you hold somebody up you have only yourself to blame when you realize that person is just human i've also been in the in the position where i've seen somebody behave in such ridiculously and i'm going to use this word stupid way that you have i i have no more respect for you Sure. Uh, you are not the person I thought you were. And there are still other parts. And I'm talking about, in this area, I'm talking about one person in per- particular. There are still many areas in which you are the kindest, uh, most loving person I've ever met. But you've done one or two or three things that I, I cannot think of you in the same way ever again. Right. So this email is very funny, especially the way she wrote it. Um, when you call your dominant dumb and say you're better than them. Yeah, it's very funny, but it was a it was a very heartbreaking time for me when this thing happened because it did not negate the greatness of this person. It didn't take away the good in them, the good things that I saw in them, but the, the few things that had happened had, in my estimation, irrevo- irre- irrevocably put that person... S- squarely in the I've lost too much respect for you to ever submit to you again. Sure. So go ahead, Boogie. I, I wasn't, <laughs> I, wasn't <laughs> I wasn't quite that heavy. Well um, if you've if you've gone through it and oh, I've gone, it's I've, a difficult thing to do. Oh, I abs- I absolutely give you that. 
Uh, and and of course, I'm sorry that 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 is what happens yeah. in a lot of relationships sure. sometimes. Is is and I know right now I'm going through that in in me. Um, Mew gives me all sorts of hints. I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm a, I'm an idiot, but I'm not stupid. You know. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm stupid, but I'm not an idiot. I'm so, you know, if you wrap a cheeseburger in lettuce, then it doesn't have bread. What? Uh, Protein style. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not stupid. Uh, when when I'm playing this Pokemon Go all the time, and I'm just uh, you know leaving a lot uh, to drive, and she's like, you know, I used to really like it when you made music. You know, and used to make a lot of music. And I'm like, well, you know, not that many people really give a fuck about my music. And I put a hundred songs up on the show and some people like it. And that's great, you know, and uh, I don't feel real motivated to do music right now. I've been doing music for a long time. And, uh, you know, and I've I've written a few hundred songs and uh, no hits, you know, among them. You know, a few that connected with some people. But you know what? I just don't feel like fucking doing it. And, uh, and... Instantly, as that little defensive speech was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, I get it. I'm not inspiring anymore because I'm not driving for anything. I'm, I'm, out, I'm out playing Pokemon Go, and uh, I'm not really working a lot now, and I'm not doing things. And she's like champion, studying, you know, just, you know, really achieving. And I'm kind of just trying to survive and, uh, you know, not put a rope around my neck. And, and that you lose that level of inspiration where I used to, you know, I'm still doing the show. She still sees me doing the show and, and I'm still putting an effort on that. And, and, but even in some of that, it's getting a little squirrely in my head and, and things like that. So it is obvious. It is 100% obvious that she's losing some of that respect and inspiration that I give when I'm really motivated. And that's a normal part of when you go through challenges together, you know, or when one person is going through challenges and they kind of just got to hold on to the roller coaster because the seatbelt broke and you're going to fly out of this motherfucker. So, um, so you kind of give that patience, but that does happen in relationships. Does it get to the point, you know, and hopefully I turned it around a little bit. We taught the class and, the, you know, she's and giving you a yeah, I, I know she's, she's, she's in it. And, and of course she's addicted to the chocolate milk and stuff like that. Well, yeah. So, uh, codependency, um, and I, I depend on her codependency. Um, but you know, if it's a situation and, and I think, I don't think we talked about it on the show. I, I just talked to them about it privately. I sent an email to another couple that was also going through, um, a dip because they were going through a lot of big changes and and so it's hard to have that intimacy and that respect and that and and you go through that thing where you kind of just look at the person like I I yeah you're not the honeymoon is over in Minari is gone yeah the yeah it's it's definitely phasing out a little bit but it doesn't mean it's gone forever it just means you're going through now in your case. It kind of it it splintered off into you. That's it's not coming back. Yeah, there's a there's a there was a definite. I've I've encountered what you're talking about too. When somebody is injured, when somebody is ill, goes through a prolonged illness or goes through profound grief in their life, they're not going to be there for you. 
Right. That dominant needs to take time for themselves. And once again, we're talking about the hierarchy of needs. Diaz, unfortunately, and this is just my, I know people are going to disagree with me. It's just my opinion. Sure. But Diaz takes a backseat to life a lot of times. Yeah. And when that happens, uh, you're, you can't concentrate that. You, you literally don't have it in you to be concentrating on your kinks, your routines, the things that are expected of you. Right. A lot of times that it interrupts in that way. Um, I, that's actually not what I was talking about, not what, not what I heard in this. So when you bounce back, if you don't have it in you as a submissive or a bottom to grant your dominant that time that they need and wait for them to go through this horrendously difficult time, uh, you're probably not a good match and you're probably not that great of a person if you can't at least well, give them what they need. I, I, but wait, I'm talking okay. about when somebody is going through something very difficult and they need your support now. Sure. And uh, if you're if you're in a, a committed relationship or at least um, have a, a, a an agreement with that person, a long-time agreement, you have to be there for them at that time. I'm talking about when things can't bounce back right? when you're not going to get that back because they have shown themselves to be something or to behave in a way that now is going to alter the way you look at them forever. Sure, sure. There's no coming back from certain... They've gone like, down another road and now they're an actual different... Which happens. Exactly. People do. They evolve. And whether it's good or bad for them. Whether somebody disappoints me, that's not... that. They've got to do their own thing. I have to manage my own disappointment. And, and that's where I'm more understanding when somebody... You know, because once again, that's a societal pressure that, you know, hey, when the chips are down, if you leave... You're a bad person or whatever, and you may be bad for a relationship or maybe you wouldn't be the best in a relationship that, you know, has that chance of things going good or bad, which is a lot of relationships. But ultimately, you have to do what's what's best for you. And if other people are, you I know, get it. I guess you know collateral what was showing, damage in that. It's just right. that's, that happens, you know, I guess what was showing through was my absolute displeasure and Lack of tolerance for fair weather friends. Sure, sure, sure. And I, I just don't tolerate it very yeah. well. But I, I don't attach to people that much. The things I was going to actually say to this poster is let's just say that there's still a lot of love there and 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 you do want to continue with this person. It's not that fork in the road or whatever. That maybe submission doesn't work well when it's a competition, you know? When it's a competition against who's going to come up with the best answer. Hmm. Because that's not really, you're not, I mean, what are you really learning about yourself as a submissive if they're doing everything either better than your idea or they're doing your idea? Are you, is there something that you can learn about yourself following something that you know, if it's not going to drive you into the middle of an oncoming car? If it's not going to kill you, if it's not going to lose your job, if it's not going to create some very negative thing in your life that's permanent, is there something that can be learned by just saying, this is what the dominant wants? I don't have to agree with it. I'm not here to agree or disagree or manage this person's life. I'm here to be of service. So if that's what they want then fine, I'll wash their car backwards, you know, or whatever whatever that thing is. And is there something you can learn about detaching from the efficiency of something and just focusing on the service? 
to not make it a competition, but to just focus on if this is what makes this person happy and I want to be of service to someone where I, I make them happy or they feel that they're getting something out of me. And, and the response to that is that they give me things that benefit me because of that service then maybe it doesn't you don't have to be you don't you know it's like oh your way is going to get us there in 25 minutes but my way is going to get there in 22 is that 3 minutes really mean as much as the effect of letting go of that 3 minutes and saying I'm not in a rush I'm here to be of service yeah i i get that you and i've had we've had that conversation before um I have a tremendously difficult time trying to imagine that. But yeah, it, that could be a case too where you need to temper your. Because it's kind of the wax on, wax off thing. You know, where the, you know, the, the old military, you're going to clean this fucking bathroom with a toothbrush. Right. And you're like, fucking, you're an idiot. We just get the mop and do it in five minutes with bleach. And it's. I no. have a gun in my I room. I got a gun <laughs> in my room right now. Bang. Done. Scott, Scott you just, you just don't, don't get, get it, it, do you? <laughs> we are so old. We're, we're so just, just quoting shit from 20 years ago. <laughs> but I think there is a reason, and, and a lot of old training, you know, martial arts and, you know, shit you see in Kung Fu, where they're doing things constantly that are just fucking tarred level 10. That is not efficient. But there's something in the details of doing things that, yes, there's a better way to do it. There's always a better way to do it. So, but am I going to learn something from just letting go and being present with this toothbrush? That's true. Now, here's the, here's the, the problem that can arise. After yeah. I go... Uh-oh, Mew's on her way. we got to wrap it up. After I go through hell doing something that is inane and obviously less productive sure there better be a good motherfucking lesson in it and i actually better see what's going on because if not i'm not doing this shit again you need to show me i understand well they need to show you okay now well there's a difference between like busy work to be busy work and busy work to be teaching yeah if it's meant to teach me something but if it's meant to you're just doing that for what reason? I'm sorry. I'm a, a partner punishment. in this. I am a submissive, but I need to understand what's going on. I, I I will go down that path. I will trust a lot, but there will come a point where sure. I need to know that everything I've done up to this point is means something. Value. Or I am out of here, man. That's, that's just me. And that's your your self value. And acts absolutely. There's a in the in the program. There is a, a phrase that service is its own reward. That I no, don't need. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work for everyone. Not you. It is it's not. not. Not our it's, love language. It, it, it's not, but it is. But I'm just saying there's something there. There's something there to yeah. th- at least think about. Sure. It doesn't. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. If the relationship doesn't work, if the guy's such a fucking stub that you're just like, I can't do it, then obviously time to 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 have that conversation which yeah. comes back to the first thing we should have said which is have you talked to him about this yeah that's a tough conversation it's by really the way not. Dude, I, think, I consider you so dumb in some areas how are we going to get around that buddy you know How maybe not that, that one Kathy, but maybe the, the lack of motivation Kathy, why not that one 
Kathy, He's that like, is... You're dumb is not the best opener. It's like, uh, do you want to do some hobby or d- be motivated to do something? Or you could say... Phrasing, so- Or you know. could say something like, sometimes I feel competitive when you give me a task, and I feel like my way is better than your way. How do you feel about that? Or is there a way, is there a purpose for that? And that you have something I'm going to learn because I have this kind of competitive thing and you're not calling anyone dumb. You're just saying I feel competitive in the efficiency of these tasks that I'm getting and I and I'm trying to work through that with you. So what do you feel about that? She says he's not an idiot. You know, that he's just an idiot in these ways. Well, I certainly hope he's not listening to so, this. And, and even if he is, well, then we're, there we're, we trying, go. we're trying to help you out. Just, well, I think we've given her a lot of food for thought. Yeah, food. There have been a lot of different things we've just talked about Man. here. So that's, uh, you know what I'm starting to realize? What? Is that I, I actually started to get a little scared every time I see Mew get up from her computer and walk towards us. Like I'm she's like, going to hit us talk really fast like, because you're going to stop us. It's good, though. It keeps us on track. It does. Keeps us on track. Work. It makes me scared. Oh, wow. We're not we on track. One, we got one more. <laughs> we got one, what? One more thing to do. What? We got one more thing to do. Yeah, we we'll do. And let's get it done. <laughs> we celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm and titillate our listeners with your featured orgasm. That's right, baby. Our very own Bacon Panda. <laughs> I have I have something to read. Okay, I want to hear right, it. All right, so this was Bacon Panda, who apparently did made pussy cookies. Very good. And says, so daddy's making me do this now because I keep chickening out. We made pussy cookies for my birthday, which happened to be the same day as Al's birthday. Happy late birthday to her. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday to you. But I keep chickening out because sending you uh, in sending you the orgasm. So daddy said I had to send it today because I already outed myself for doing it. We actually had to make pussy cookies twice because my greedy ass made the dildo too thick. <laughs> and we could only <laughs> get it inside me about two inches. <laughs> so here you go. Pussy cookies are tasty. She ends it by saying, I love you guys and the show is fantastic. I can't wait for this month's pajama erotica. Annoyingly bad rap is my favorite. Kathy, you're a badass, and you put Boogie to shame. Keep up the good work. Ah, <laughs> fine. <Boogie dig. laughs> so here now, Bacon Panda's Pussy Cookie Orgasm. That, my friends, is our show. Big kinky love to you, our amazing listeners. 
You give us love, you give us thanks, and most of all, you let Boogie and I ramble for hours on end. <laughs> Joining us in the Love Lab tonight were Anger, unfortunately in charge of a very dead chat room tonight. Not the worst ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Dell and Al for having to sit back in silence as Boogie and I open our big fucking mouths and can't stop talking. <laughs> to Mew for being lovely as usual. Thank you. And a certain cat that's been roaming around the Love roaming Lab around doing God. You gotta put a life. leash on it next time. If you have questions or comments, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037 and please don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com And in the spirit of Tiger Woods, goddamn, we're getting to Where are you going with this? Is that an intro for a song? (laughs) You know, for like the past 35 episodes, I have nothing to say at the end and I'm just like, go, go! But I'm supposed to. You are. And I'm like, we'll see you guys next week! Oh. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I thought that was great. The music just ended right where you Yeah, I was just like, just cut the show right there. Oh, okay. (laughs)